This is Tactics and Tapas. I'm your host, Lucas Garden. In this episode, we'll be wrapping up the midweek action that happened over the week, Tuesday through Thursday this week. Barcelona dropped points. Real Madrid find their form again against Las Palmas at the Bernabeu. New league leaders in Girona, and all much more in this week's episode. And we'll be starting where the week started, or the match day started, in Barcelona, or with Barcelona versus Mallorca, in on the island of Mallorca, where Mallorca draw against league leaders Barcelona 2-2 at a game that was very end-to-end, very sloppy at the back from uh, Barcelona. Tristegan gives up the first goal. He's trying to play it out of the back uh, to Romeo. A little bit of communication there. It's intercepted by Mallorca. Mallorca crosses the ball into Ariki. Mariki one times back of the net. And they're up early in the game in the eighth minute. And Barcelona is standing around kind of stunned. Almost as stunned as I was with that light show that Mallorca has before the game. Very, very uh, cool. Nothing that I expected. La Liga, I got to say, probably got the coolest light shows in in European football, in football. I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of light shows, but uh, to be honest, other than the ones you see here in like America and college football games, I know Nebraska's got a pretty good one. But La Liga with the... Cool light shows. Betis has got their thing before the matches. That's really cool. Mallorca has this one. They're really dope. Mallorca kind of, kind of almost spooky with the, the, the devil like red light type of thing going on that they got going on there. But back to the action. You guys didn't come here for my uh, top five light shows in the Liga. Um, Mariki with the goal early on. Rafinha with an absolute banger before halftime. That. Finds uh, the back of the neck. Uh, I think, and Barcelona thinks like right when they're back in it. Another sloppy uh, goal given up right after uh, Rafinha bangs in his his goal. Right after the kickoff, they play a single ball over the top from the goalkeeper. Mallorca does, and uh, Pratt finds the back of the net. It was one direction football, straight over the top. The defense falling asleep back there. I don't know what Araujo and Igneo Martinez, uh, we're doing back there. Martinez with his first start for Barca since joining on a free from Atletico Bilbao. But yeah, they, they fall asleep at the back just long enough for Prats to get a direct ball over the top from the goalkeeper. Um, puts it in the back of the net. Prats with his third goal in two games. He's really going off. Uh, second half, uh, Lamine Yamal tried... Thinks he's got a penalty, goes to VR, called back. Uh, Chavi post game said he thought it was a penalty. He says it's really tough. Uh, Mallorca, Javier Aguirre uh, said, hey, like they fuel me in practice all the time. Hey, Javier, not to be ageist, a little old, so probably easier to fool you than uh, most res- referees, I'd hope. Um, but yeah, for me, not a penalty. I don't think there was. Very much contact, if any. And it was barely on the end of the box. Kind of a flop from uh, Lamine Yamal. For me, anyway. And then Fermin Lopez comes on later. Like two minutes later. Gets the goal. Makes his 
second appearance for uh, Barcelona this year. First in La Liga, or second in La Liga. He made a four-minute uh, appearance uh, in that Villarreal game early on in the year. But, yeah, makes his second appearance. Gets the goal. For me, Lopez was scoring against uh, Real Madrid in the uh, preseason derbies that they had going over here in the United States. And uh, comes on and gets a goal for Barcelona. Ties it back up 2-2. But that's the way things finish in uh, Mallorca. Barcelona dropped points after just taking over the lead from Real Madrid um, after winning five on the uh, five in a row and find themselves back in second place after the game. Um, well, not after the game. I guess there's more later this week. More drama coming out of, I don't know, let's say Mount Week now. Camp Nou's torn down, so I will say out of Barcelona. Barca was dealing with bribery charges. Got some more bribery charges uh, with seven million dollar payments to companies leaked or linked with the uh, former vice president of refereeing in the uh, Spanish Federation, Jose Negreia. Definitely uh, gonna. It seems like it's in the early stages, but definitely gonna ramp up the pressure on uh, Barcelona going forward. Anyway, up next for both these clubs. Mallorca has Raya Vallecano on the weekend, and Barcelona plays at home at the Olympic Stadium, or they're halfway home anyway for right now, uh, against Sevilla on Friday night, tomorrow night. Uh, second game in three days uh, for both these clubs. Sevilla played their earlier game on Tuesday. Definitely going to be uh, interesting to see if any changes made by uh, Chavi, uh going into this game, uh, especially rotating that defense around. Uh, they look, made quite a few mistakes at the back, like I said earlier, and uh, definitely don't want to be dropping too many points here early, early on in the season. But Sevilla definitely seems to be catching fire as earlier in the day on Tuesday, they beat Almeria 5, put up a 5 spot against Almeria, 5-1. to one. Uh, Jose Bordalas seems to be figuring it out. Um, I know they got off to a rough start to begin the year. Sevilla now has gotten seven of their last nine points available with a draw against Osasuna in there, nil-nil. Uh, they've tightened the things uh, things up at the back, only given up one goal in their last three games. Um, granted, that's coming against uh, easier uh, opponents in Las Palmas and Almeria and Osasuna, nothing to sniff at, but uh, they've definitely figured things out in the back. Uh, coming into this game against Almeria, Jose Bordalas makes eight changes to the team from the draw on Saturday against Osasuna, where it finished nil-nil. On the other side of this matchup, Almeria expected to let go of uh, Vincent uh, Vicente Moreno. Moreno, my bad. Uh, players came out after the game, Mbabara, Luis Suarez, and... Uh, Malero, both all came out on the game uh, after the game with words of encouragement for Almeria fans saying uh, this is not how we expected to uh, start the season. Um, expect better things to go forward, how to come together as a group. Definitely a dire situation for Almeria. Still ha- without a win in La Liga. In their first seven games, only have two points of available 21 I don't know, going forward, how does this affect the club? Um, they'll be looking for a new manager, obviously, uh, Vicente Moreno gone. I think, obviously, uh, 
it's time for a change. You can't start the season with no wins in your first seven games uh, and expect to keep your job and expect to uh, be there uh, not fighting against relegation or be in that situation when it comes to the end of the season. I told you last week, or in the last episode anyway, that he, he was on the hot seat and it was definitely down to this game, it seemed like, where Almeida is like, all right, and especially after an embarrassing performance where you let five pass, a five spot um, pass you in the back, you, it's time for a change, and uh, Almeida going forward will be under a new leadership from the sidelines anyway perspective. That being said, they still got a good team. Luis Suarez probably and Mbabara. Probably a couple of the best players in La Liga. Not are not best players, but some of the better creative attacking players. If you're uh, one of the uh, mid-table teams, you're definitely not going to sniff at Luis Suarez or Mbabara. Both players that you'd be interested in getting, obviously. So definitely a hard job coming up uh, for for Almeria's uh, new uh, coach, but you got to start somewhere, I guess, right? Moving on, Real Madrid win 2-0 against Las Palmas and a team that looked very, very different from uh, the teams that we've been used to seeing this year from Ancelotti. No Cruz, Modric, Bellingham, none of those players feature in the midfield. Fran Garcia uh, moved back to the bench. Mendy gets his first start of the year uh, coming back from injury. And he, he looked good in this game. I definitely was impressed with him. Fran Garcia comes on later in the second half uh, to make an appearance. He looked good. Um, injury bug kind of just when you thought all the players come back for Real Madrid kind of hits them again in this game. Alba comes off in the 40th minute uh, with an injury. Uh, Nacho Fernandez moves into that center role. And uh, Lucas Vasquez comes on to play in the right back position for uh, Real Madrid. Uh Definitely a game that I thought damn, to begin the game that Real Madrid was can't, uh, creating all the chances in this game. Uh, didn't think they were going to get past Valles. Valles was standing on his head for the most of the first half. And then right before halftime, Brahim Diaz, with his first start since coming back to uh, Real Madrid from AC Milan, uh, gets his goal, uh, runs to the crowd, lifting up the badge and looking at the Madrid uh, Madristas at the – Support a section at the Bernabeu. And then later on, Jose Lu, who seems to get all the chances in the Madrid in this game for Madrid, wasn't converting any of them via score or that score. Uh, kept multiple chances for Jose Lu out. You thought Jose Lu could have had three or four in this game based off the chances he had, but Vias kept standing on his head. I was really impressed with uh, his performance from the Las Palmas keeper. Before Hoslu puts in the second goal, puts this game away, puts it to bed for Real Madrid. Got a few for a guy like uh, Hoslu. He had so many chances. Uh, he scores this one and lets out all of his friend, uh, frustration out of the ground, runs over to the corner, starts beating the tar out of uh, the Bernabeu pitch. Uh, Got to feel good for a, a guy like that. There's a lot of pressure being the. Uh, Front man for Real Madrid, and especially after coming in to replace replace the uh, number one star man that we've seen there for the last uh, ten years, Kareem Benzema, 
Uh, Josu, I've, I've always had faith in him, especially coming from Espanol where I watched him put in 13 goals uh, or led the line and put in almost 20 goals last year for uh, Espanol. I think it's just about uh, settling down and getting those, uh, taking care of those chances that he does get because he does get quite a few and he always it always seems to be saved. But uh, I still got faith in uh, Osulu. I know he's got his doubters that he's not up to par for what Real Madrid need up front. And maybe, and maybe he's not, but I definitely think he has his spot in the Madrid squad, definitely being like a rotational uh, front, end, uh, front man for them leading the attack anyway. Real Madrid jumped back and forth uh, in front of Barcelona after falling behind last weekend and are second in the table. And definitely look prime to take first spot as Real Madrid and Girona face each other later on this weekend, on the weekend in match day eight. Speaking of Girona, they go away to Villarreal, come from behind to win two to one at La Ceramica. Take charge of the table. I don't think anyone would be saying at any point that Girona had a chance of winning or not winning but leading the table in La Liga even after one match day uh just their second year back in La Liga the Catalonian club definitely uh one of the funnest to watch and I gotta say I really really rate their that away kit they have it's a light blue with uh not polka dots but like that spark not sparkle but a speckled uh kit on it I really rate that from uh Puma but anyway, you want to hear about the game, not uh, what their kit looks like. Eric Garcia, first goal for the club uh, since signing from Barcelona. Dove big for uh, Girona. Also gets his second goal in his last two games as well. Has two goals and two assists in his last four games. Dove definitely looks good uh, leading the front line for uh, Girona. Michel after the game, definitely happy with his uh, his squad and how he's now leading. Uh, he's proud of the team and uh, and the historical day. They have something to be proud of. His his quote after the game, we speaking with the media. Pachetta since taking over VRL now has one win, one draw, and two defeats. I don't know. Might be a bit too big of a step up for him. I know he's uh, coached in the second division before and kept teams up and uh, helped teams get up to uh, the first division, but he hasn't done too much and. I think Villarreal and La Ceramica and what the expectations are playing in the Conference League and trying to get into the Europa League and uh, that maybe that fourth uh, league spot may be a big of a big step up for him. Too big step up for him anyway. Uh, it'd be interesting to see Villarreal how long they keep him if they keep him. I don't know if he is if he's able to even turn this thing around. I know uh, some players have shined in his new system. Sorloth had. Uh, goals in his last two games before this, uh, and it would have been a record for sort or for Villarreal striker to score in three consecutive games in the league. Anyway, uh, they haven't done that in a while. Anyway, um, but he didn't get on the score sheet, and it doesn't happen. But yeah, Pacheta and Villarreal. I don't know if that's a a match that it's going to con- continue or is made. It's kind of like. When your parents kind of just stayed together for the kids, like, uh, I guess we're kind of just stuck here because we did just fire the last guy and you're not doing too great either. But, like, I don't know, you can't go – you go through two managers in the first 
10 games of a season. I don't know if, if you're Villarreal, that seems a little expensive and, I don't know, sets a precedent that maybe a, a lot of other managers out there looking for jobs wouldn't want to deal with. I know if I knew the guy before me, didn't have that long to deal with uh, the issues that's going on, uh, it would not make me want to go and coach at that team for sure. But hopefully he turns around for Villarreal. I really like watching them play. And uh, the Yellow Submarines uh, deserve success. They've been struggling a while. And this mid-table flow hasn't uh, for a long time. And I hope to see better for the fans. And hopefully Pachetta is able to turn around for them. And he's just taking his time and working his way in, kind of, uh, hopefully. In a game that seemed to see everything on Wednesday, Athletic Club draw 2-2 against Getafe. It was definitely a Jose Bordalos type game. Saw red cards. Anaki Williams gets a goal in the game. Uh, he's man of the match. Uh, Barici with a absolute banger in the sixth minute. Uh, hit off of a free kick. Uh, just a little too hard for the uh, keeper to stop it and goes on or bounces up over his arms in the back of the net. Uh, and then right before halftime, Sunset gets his second red card of the year. I don't know how you get two red cards. It's only seven games into the season, but uh, Sunset for a club goes into a uh, goes in for a ball with a high kick right at uh, the Gatafi player's head. Sent off right away. No questions about it. Definitely straight red for him. Um, and Athletic Club played ten men or one man down for the rest of the game. Uh, it's back and forth uh, for most of it. Mason Greenwood gets his first start for Getafe. Plays the full ninety. Gets an assist in this game. Uh, game ends two two. And then right before the end of the game, uh, Bordalos and Anaki Williams kind of get into it. Uh, uh, Williams comes at Bordalos on the sideline. This is kind of a dead ball period and. Uh, Getafe is doing border loss things, time wasting, trying to get out of uh, San Mames with a with a point, and uh, both player player and coach uh, border loss and William and Naki Williams get into it. Uh, says over his time wasting border loss uh, ends up getting sent off. Uh, classic border loss type of thing to be sent off for something like that. Um, after the game, Getafe come out. Uh, since Greenwood signed for Man United on loan, Getafe's club comes out, makes an announcement, says they don't like the chance and that the uh, Liga needs to do something about the chance of Greenwood Morita, which means Greenwood should die or die. Um, Greenwood. Greenwood obviously signed under tumultuous uh, situation where he was accused of rape and ass- assault. Uh, six months ago, charges are later dropped. Man United think they're going to bring him back. Say they're going to bring him back as a team, bring him back into the fold. Uh, a lot of outcry from Man United fans and from the English FA and people in England says, no, don't bring him back. He goes out on loan, kind of like trying to sports wash it. Hopefully, I guess, ideally Man United want, want people to forget about it. And then they can bring him back next year and try to do the same thing. I just don't know if that would work. But obviously, he comes on that alone. Biggest signing ever for Getafe, even though it's a lone player. Brings in a lot of attention. 
and people let it known that uh, they don't like him playing and obviously fair enough like there was pictures online posted by uh, the girls about that were or not posted by the girl but were leaked um, anyway what Mason Greenwood did but yeah Getafe come out after the game criticizing uh, fans uh, I know Asasuna Rio Sociedad and now it seems like Athletic Bilbao will all be uh, penalized for the chance something that's a just an unfortunate situation for La Liga and the clubs, uh, I guess, not for Getafe. They put them themselves into it. Even Bordelas has come out and says we're trying to wash his reputation anyway. Uh, definitely not a situation that I would be in favor of signing a player like that. I think, I don't know, second, where do you give second chances? I don't think this is a place that you can give a second chance to a player like or to something like that happen, happening. Moving on to the final match of the, well, not the weekend, but of the midweek matches, I guess is how you'd say it. Atletico Madrid go to Pamplona, win 2-0 against Osasuna. Another game that was very feisty. Saw Osasuna's manager, Raste, sent off for arguing what looked like a goal. It was called back because it was off of a corner. Play, ball comes in, Axel Vizco, like, kind of, or doesn't kind of go around, goes to ground, and there's, like, some jostling going around. And it looked like, almost to me anyway, my opinion, that a lot of Madrid defender had shoved Osasuna player, Osasuna player, ran into Axel Vizco, Axel Vizco falls down easily, saying that there's an elbow to the face. I didn't really see an elbow in the replays anyway. You have to get back to me on your guys' opinion on that. I thought the goal should have stood and it would have kept it 1-1. Or would have moved it to 1-1 and Atletico Madrid uh, would have been under pressure. Atletico Madrid looked good for the first 20 minutes of this game. And then kind of sat back and invited Asasuna on. And I thought Asasuna had many chances. Uh, Chimi Alba had one chance where he got the ball in the middle of the box all by himself and hit it first time. And, just, and it went wide at and a chance that a striker like him definitely went back. Um, but yeah, Asasuna had a lot of chances in this game some that they definitely would want back and I think uh, if you ask the Osuna players uh, Araste or even Diego Simeone said after the game that uh, the result 2-0 doesn't really reflect uh, what happened in the game and it probably should have been closer than that but right after the in the second half after the uh, Araste sent off from, from the well, I guess not sent off, but kicked out of the manager's box. I had to uh, send in the dugout or off out of the dugout. Uh, Atletico Madrid go on a beautiful counterattack. Sam Olino plays a beautiful ball into Raquel May. Raquel May puts the ball away and 2 0 instead of 1 1. And then into the end of the game, Alvaro Morata and Jimmy Alaba both get sent off. Uh, Morata's trying to kill time in the corner and uh, he falls down and Chimi Alba ends up like stepping on him as he jumps over Alvar Morata. It's definitely a straight red. Alvar Morata comes at him sideways at the ref. I don't know exactly what happened. I think it was something he said. Um, gets sent off. Definitely a chippy game. Uh, Diego Simone after this game says like every time we come here it's always a chippy game that goes on back and forth. 
Atletico Madrid looked good in their last couple games. They now are sitting in fifth place with one game behind, behind Athletic Bilbao. The other matches around the league, Cadiz, nil-nil versus Raya Vallecano. Valencia fall at the Mestalla 0-1 against Real Sociedad. Celta Vigo, Deporte, Vivo Alaves played a 1-1 draw. Granada 1-1 versus Real Betis. The parlay that I set up for you guys almost hit. Just needed one more goal from the... Valencia Real Sociedad game. I thought I was going to have it. Uh, they made quite a few changes in that game. I'm not blaming uh, either team, but made quite a few changes in the lineup, and I thought two goals was going to hit. Almost had one goal. The other two games did hit. Real Betis had a nil-nil first half versus uh, Granada, and I did predict it. Girona was going to go on the road to La Ceramica and win. Coming up for this weekend's parlay for you guys, I have Asasuna winning over Deportivo Alaves away. Sevilla cover the spread against Barcelona tomorrow night uh, and lose by less than two goals. And then I have the over on Real Sociedad Athletic Bilbao in the Basque Derby with over two and a half goals at plus 1,003, pretty much even, put $10 down, win 180 hundred dollars 80 cents that's all ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to match day seven roundup of the liga hopefully see you monday 